Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hey, hey, we're getting to the end of this crazy month. I'm going to keep today's episode super short because I know how hard it is at the end of May to balance all of the things. And that's kind of what we want to talk about today. So at the end of May, at least for me, it's like all these like end of the year things, right? We've got spring sports starting. We've got end of the year like recitals and concerts and activities and field trips. And then not to mention for me, May is a really busy speaking month. It's a really busy coaching month. Uh, it's a really busy photography month. So all of my businesses, it's a lot. And I know that a lot of you are in similar businesses to me. And so it's probably a lot for you as well. So I'm going to keep today's episode super short, but we're going to talk about summer break. As a mom and as a business owner, I think breaks are some of the hardest things about running a business because we want to take the breaks with our kids, right? That's like the whole thing, right? We we started these businesses so we can have that time freedom and so that we can be home when our kids are home and set our own schedules and we can bring in money but not work the nine to five. Like that's why we're here a lot of the time. So at least for me, it's really important for me to spend time with my kids when they're home. But at the same time, I have a really big business that I need to keep moving forward. So how does that all work with breaks? For me, with most breaks, I take them off. Spring break, I take off. Winter break, I take off. Midwinter break, I take off. Any school holidays, I try to take off just because it's easier and I want to make those days fun. But summer break, I cannot completely take off. So what does that look like for me? Well, first of all, planning your summer is exactly like that time blocking episode, but on a larger scale. So when we are looking at our schedule for the summer, we're going to start with family, just like we did when we were planning like our weeks or our days. What days and times are blocked off for your family? That's the first question to ask yourself. For me, it has changed as my professions have changed. So I'll kind of give you some examples so you can get an idea of, of what I've done and what my summer has looked like in my different types of jobs. So right now, my nights and weekends are scheduled off for my family because as a coach and as a brand photographer, I am working a lot in the mornings during the week. I want to be available in the afternoons, the evenings, and the weekends. So I want to have some sort of balance. For me, I love summer nights and I love weekends, which is why I've kind of shifted into that brand photography space as a photographer and why with my coaching clients I only make times available during the weekdays in the mornings and I know that doesn't work for everyone some people have nine to fives and only can do nights but like I have to protect my time and so my availability is my availability and I might not be able to serve everyone and sometimes that's hard because I want to be able to serve everyone but I know that what's most important for my family right now is keeping those nights and weekends available with their sports and with my husband's work schedule and with everything. Those are the times that are best for our family. Now, when I was a photographer, uh, well, I still am a photographer, but when I was a wedding and family photographer, it was a little bit different. When I was shooting weddings, I had to be shooting on weekends. And when I was shooting families, I had to shoot at night, obviously when the husbands are home and when it's the dreamy light and all these things. So when I was a wedding and family photographer in the summers, I would choose which nights and weekends I would be gone. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but I didn't work every weekend and then I didn't work every night, but I knew that I had to work nights and weekends. So that meant for me, my family time was mornings and afternoons. Because I was working nights and weekends, I blocked off my mornings and afternoons to take my kids to the pool and go to play dates and go to splash pods and do all these fun things. So you really need to look at, first of all, what profession you're in and then what's important to your family and what kind of 
activities do you like to do and what kind of times of day are those things going to be happening and schedule all of those things in. Another thing is now my kids are older and they go to summer camps and they have swim lessons and they have like, you know, friends and neighbors and things that they're playing with during the day. And so our family time is more at night and on the weekends. And so you really have to just look at your family and what it is that your schedule looks like and what your job schedule is and all the things. So after we do that, we're going to then figure out what activities and holidays we need to block off. So obviously in the summer, we have the 4th of July. If you're in Utah, we have Pioneer Day. If you're in Utah, we have like those little town celebrations in Cache Valley. There's a lot of little towns. And so there's like Menden Days and Wellsville Days and River Heights Days and Hyde Park Days and all these little town celebrations, which are super fun. And I love them and I block them off on my calendar because I absolutely love that like town spirit. Uh, I don't know. It's it's so fun. I also block off birthdays. We have a lot of summer birthdays. My husband's birthday, my birthday, my sister-in-law's birthday. We have a lot of different, my mother-in-law. I have other siblings that have birthdays in the summer. And so which ones do I need to block off? Do we normally get together as a family on those days? Do we, you know, have traditions that we do around those? and any other holidays that come up. So I'm going to block those off first, which ones are like really important for me not to miss. Now, in my decade and a year of being a photographer, there are some holidays that I've had to miss, and I've even shot a wedding on my birthday, and that's okay. But I need to like put it down on my calendar, and then I can make a conscious decision like, okay, this is coming in for this day, Maybe I don't have any other for that month or maybe this client I really love and I just really want to be there for them. And so then I can make a conscious decision based on, you know, like, okay, is this worth it to leave my family for this day or is it worth it to skip my birthday this year? Is it worth it to this? Yes or no. And now that it's on my calendar, it's easier to kind of make those decisions because it's not like, oh, blindsided. I Shoot, I scheduled it on my son's birthday. I totally forgot. So make sure on your calendar... You're going in and writing down all the important things you have for the summer. My mission is to empower women in their roles as business owners and mothers so that they can feel like they're running an amazing business without sacrificing family life and without feeling that mom guilt. And that's why I created this little workbook that is going to walk you through a few very basic, simple steps to find peace, joy, and fulfillment in your life as a mompreneur. There's a link below where you can sign up to get the guilt-free mompreneur mini workbook and start using affirmations, a cute little schedule, and a gratitude journal to start living your guilt-free mompreneur life right away. Next, you're going to write down what activities will your kids do this summer. So for mine, it's summer camps, sports, swim lessons, those kinds of things. I'm going to put all those down on the calendar kind of first before we kind of plan out our camping trips or our vacations or anything like that so that I know like what to work around. And then lastly, what trips do we have planned? Camping trips, traveling, maybe we're going on a road trip or we're going home to visit my family. Also, something that's super important, at least for me, is putting down who's coming to visit us. We have a lot of people that come in the summer to visit us because they are on breaks and because Utah is so fun and I love it in the summer and they love it in the summer and my whole life, my family's always come to Utah in the summer and they still do now that we live here. And so who's coming to visit? And I'm blocking that off of my calendar too. That doesn't mean I'm not going to take on some work during those times, but I have an idea of how long they'll be here and what days so that I can kind of work around it. So if I'm like, okay, they're here for a week, so I'm only going to work two of those days instead of the whole week or something like that. And then 
After all of our family events are blocked off, on the calendar, figured out, trips are planned, camping's put in, we have all these kind of open spots for like last minute spontaneous things, then we can look at our work. And there's three important questions we need to ask ourselves. How much do we want or need to make each month of the summer? Number two, how many clients is that per month or products if you're a product-based business? And number three, how many hours does each client take us? Let's do an example. If I am like, okay, I need to make minimum $2,000 a month. That is, as a photographer, $500 per full family session. That's four clients a month. And maybe each of those clients with communication and editing and returning and blogging, all those things probably takes me about four hours. So I'm going to multiply the amount of clients by the how many hours it takes me. So if there's four clients times four hours, that's 16 hours. And then I'm going to add on about 10 hours to work on my business. So those are things like planning ahead and marketing and customer service emails and email blast, all the different things that I need to do to work on and grow my business so that it's continually growing throughout all of the months. So that was just a really basic example. Um, Four clients, four hours, that's 16 hours plus 10, that's 26 divided by four weeks in a month is about, what, like six hours a week, seven hours a week. And then I can take those seven hours and create a schedule. Okay, I'm going to work four hours on Tuesday, three hours on Thursday. So you get the idea. Now, I'm on a much larger scale now of how much I bring in in a month. So I'm going to have to be working a lot more than seven hours a week, but also not too much more because of the systems I have in place and because of the team I have in place and because I'm not doing all of the work. But if you added up all the work that my team is doing and my VAs are doing and my assistants and my editors are doing, we're easily working over 40 hours a week between all of us, like easily. And so when you look at my business and you're like, okay, how is she only working 10 hours a week? It's because I'm outsourcing, I have a team in place and we're sharing the workload. So really my business is working probably like 50 plus hours a week, but what am I working on? And so that's another thing you need to add in there. If you have assistance and if you outsource some of your things, you're actually freeing up a lot of time and I would highly recommend it, especially if you wanna be really present for your kids, to share the workload across multiple people. If you're a photographer, get an editor to help you in the summer. If you're, you know, have a different service-based business, can you have an assistant or a VA to answer your your um, emails and your DMs and your inquiries and to post on social media? Like there are so many options you can have so that you're sharing the workload so that you can be present and engaged even though your business needs to run at a higher level. We're not going to like slow down a lot in the summer, but I have more people working for me. So each of us are just doing a smaller part instead of the whole thing so that we can all be present for our families and do what we love and make the money we want to make, if that makes sense. So, So that's why having a team has really helped me have better summers because my business is still running at full capacity, but we're divvying up the work between all of us and it's amazing. So you need to figure out how much you wanna make, how many clients is that, how many hours does it take you, multiply the amount of clients by the amount of hours and then add on about 10 for working on your business. Now then you can subtract some of those hours if you have a team and divide those hours with the other people on your team. Um, And we can talk more about that on a different episode. But then from there, you're going to set a schedule based on when you're available. So two to three days a week. So if you have to work 
three hours, then maybe you just work three hours in one day. If you have to work five, maybe you do two and a half, two and a half. If you have to work 10, maybe you do three days for three and a half hours. If you have to work 20, maybe you do every day for four hours. So it just is going to depend on how many hours you need to work and how you can divide that up. But even working 20 hours, that's only four hours. Like working nine to one in the summer is not a bad gig. And then you have your whole afternoons, evenings, and weekends off. So after we've figured out kind of our time blocked, our family time, and we've time blocked our work time, then I want you to make a list of all the fun things that you do in the summer with your kids. All the swimming pools, all of the trails that you want to hike, all the parks you want to go to, all the splash pads you want to go to, all the activities you want to try, all the parades you want to hit, everything. You're going to write it all down rivers, lakes, staycations, whatever, and you're going to fill in all of your blank spaces with those fun things. And I promise you, with all of this planning ahead, you're going to have the best summer ever and still be able to work on your business and make lots of money, but also do all the fun things that you want to do, probably more than you've done in the past because you're planning ahead and time blocking your summer. So now you're efficiently working and you're efficiently spending time with your family and you're able to hit in all the fun things, all the work things, all the goals into one amazing, epic summer. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Munchers Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share it. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.